They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMFCast, Odele Vatos, what's happening? One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! BAMFCast. BAMFCast. Episode 464. Nice. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Hey, welcome back, Mackie. Hey, Thanks. Mackie. Good to be welcome back. Special, special, special guest. Hey, buddy. Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Sure. You know. Uh, you know what we do each and every episode of this year, Bamcast? Yes. What? We go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote movie. Quote-unquote movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Words. We watch ourselves a movie. movie. Some call it a movie. <laughs> One of those new talkies. So what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFCast is we go to watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Mm. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They go one to five jocks and Robot Jocks! Robot Jocks! However, there are bad bad movies. And stay away, they get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags and some giant bags of trash. Garbage. Oh, boo. boo. Don't like them. Sack them up and take them to the road. <laughs> yeah. Get in the bin. Yeah. So, uh, we are wrapping up uh, La April. <laughs> yes. La April. La April. Farewell, La April. La April. La April. La April. La April. It, was a, oh. it was a good idea. I just don't think we ever really gelled on how we're supposed to say La oh, April. No. We, we knew. We just have been fucking with it the entire time. <laughs> La April. Because we can't yeah. leave anything alone so, in service of jokes. So, we watch Silence of the L.A.M.s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might have heard mm. this bad movie. Noted bad movie. Mm. Silence of the Lame. L.A.M.S. <laughs> Dr. Hansen. <laughs> or Guardians of the L.A. Uh-huh. See, this is why Another we brought well you in. We, need, we needed someone to fill that chair and do these jokes. <laughs> Next jokes. week we're watching Manhattan Hunter, I guess. <laughs> There's no L.A. in that. What? <laughs> well, it won't be L.A. April next month. Oh, oh. man. How Hunter. is how L'April La- already over? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go into Manhattan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. We're so what did we watch? I don't know. I've, jokes. <laughs> we watched Born in East La. Born in yeah, East we L.A. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 1987's Born in East L.A. Yes. Um, would you like a plot summary? Please. you're still yeah. making me read these? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, stop. Come on, do it. When a native-born American citizen of Mexican descent is mistakenly deported to Mexico, he has to risk everything to get back home. Sure. Not see everything, but... Yeah, risk. This isn't like Sophie's life. choice. This is like... He has inconvenienced a great deal along sure. the way, but he doesn't sacrifice anybody yeah. or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Cheech. It's Cheech Marin. Yeah. Hey, it's Cheech. It's kind of like his first Chongless thing, right? It, yes, that is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yep. branching out. It's mm-hmm. Tommy Chong. Not in this at all. No. No. But However, starring, written, and directed by Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin. Yeah. Who's been in a lot of extra stuff? Spy Kids one through three. Yeah. And Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. Chuck loves that movie. Chuck's favorite. I fucking hate it. Uh, Paul R- Rodriguez is in it. I thought you were going to say Paul Rudd for a second. Yeah. I was Paul, confused. Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's watch a clip from Paul Rudd in this uh, movie. That's like yeah. a mad full. Paul Rodriguez. Uh, for, uh, what, 
from DC Cab. Yeah. The role he's most well known for. Absolutely. Uh, Daniel Stern <laughs> from Get Crazy and Leviathan. Leviathan. Yes. I think it's Leviathan. Leviathan. L E Viathan. Oh. Okay. Uh, Camila Lopez of right. Dolman. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Jan Michael Vincent. May he rest in peace. Uh-huh. Of Hooper, Alienator, Vigilante Force, and White Line Fever. Is that Hooper? Correct. <laughs> Hooper is what I thought you said Pooper. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said Hooper. He had one. Hooper. Okay. He had a Pooper. Hooper. We, everyone has a Pooper. Hooper. Chuck. Everyone yes. Hoopers. Mm-hmm. Hooper. Okay. That had Burt Reynolds in it. It did, yeah. Yeah, it's it correct. Sure did. It's yeah. a fucking awesome yeah. movie. It is a pretty yeah, damn good yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a pretty funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yen Michael Vincent, who is in this uh, for a grand total of about... 90 seconds. Are you saying Yan Michael? <laughs> yes. I, I believe it's Van Yan. Michael Jensen. <laughs> this is it's not January, guys. <laughs> Yan Hammer, Yan Michael Vincent. Yeah, yeah, well, he's actually in it more in the TV version. Correct. Yeah, we, sure. which we, we did not watch. We watched the theatrical version because it comes in at under, under 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, I mean, we respect the source material. <clears throat> uh, okay. Sure, yeah. <laughs> We've watched director's cuts before have, of yeah, things yeah. sometimes. I don't know. I don't think th- I don't think the TV version is a director's cut. I think it's we had to cut stuff out for TV, and so okay. here's 20 minutes we found. <laughs> That's usually how TV versions work. Respecting the artist's original vision. No. Yeah. Uh, it's probably worth noting this. This movie goes some places. So yeah, Mexico. I, I'm no. I'm just. I'm. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm going to give a little precautionary thing. Oh. Because this movie is unfortunately still relevant. In a lot of ways, more relevant, probably more relevant in a lot <laughs> yeah. of ways. Sure. And if you don't want, I hesitate to use the word politics dancing into your bad movie podcast. This might not be the episode for you. Is all I'm don't saying. Don't get political. I'm not saying we're going to get which political. Which means don't say something I disagree with. I'm not. <laughs> don't the, do it. The intention it's is not political. to be political. I'm saying there may be some correlation with right. modern day things happening with this movie. Sure. It's a movie about. A thing. A Illegal person of Mexican descent <laughs> who gets deported un like yeah. unfairly. Unfairly yeah. to Mexico just because he looks Mexican and it's told from his point of view, yeah. written and directed by him. Right. So mm-hmm. yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean there's some commentary in When there. I say this movie goes some places, it's because it's because it goes to Mexico. It goes to Mexico, yes. it's because it, it it's like several styles of movie in one. Because the beginning is the beginning, I feel like, lulls you into a false sense of, like, this is going to be a Cheech and Chong movie without Chong. Because the beginning of the movie is he wakes up, and it's like he has a crazy household. He lives with his mom and his sister and her two kids, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. more. We only saw two. Yeah. Um, she's, like, constantly giving him little, like, th- weird things to do. Like, here, take this money to the bank. Also, go pick up your cousin. You've never met him before. Da, da, da. And then he, he's like, all right, I'm off to pick up my cousin and then go to work. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it's like there's an extended period where he sees a attractive lady walking down the street, and it's just it's mostly over the credits, but it's it's wacky like look a lady you know kind of things you know like <laughs> yes for for Entirely for a long period of time, including oh, like yeah. <laughs> walking up to everybody and be like, hey, did you see lady and red haired lady green lips? Everyone's like over there. We were all checking her out. So yeah. it's like it. I'm just saying it starts off super wacky because it's like hey, this is all the kind of like lowbrow Cheech and Chong humor you're used to. Well, he's got a convertible Volkswagen bug that's pink. pink. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it's a, it's a silly opening five to ten minutes mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh, okay. 
This yeah. is just going to be silly. There's just not someone there standing next to Cheech saying right. things. <laughs> and it turns out that, like, you know, he goes to work at his mechanic shop and, and said lady was there to pick up her car, which it's weird. Her- he probably should have recognized it because he was working on her car and whatever. But uh-huh. yeah, yeah. There, there are jokes to be made because she's French for some reason. Uh, because I guess that's, that's where sexy ladies are from. You know, she's from mm-hmm. France. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, they come from France. <laughs> right. Sexy ladies. I want to note that actress is also a Bam Castellum. Yeah. From Silent Night, Deadly Night. Noise. Okay. Well, four. What is her? Oh, four. <laughs> four. I like that you just tack on that. Four. The one that means nothing to What me. is her name? Adrian Barbeau. Neath Hunter. Neath Hunter? Neath. Yeah. Neath. Hunter. Very neath. Like, like... <laughs> <laughs> like she's Ice T's niece. Oh, neath. It's like, is it above something? Neath. Nah, Hunter. it's, it's neath. neath. <laughs> there you go. Nay, tis neath. Do you want that on the rocks? No, I want it neath. neath. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all these things. Um, but yeah, yeah there's there's jokes there. I mean, all right. I, I'm going to pause one more time just to make it a little aside. This kind of breaks our rule. We we tend to stay away from comedies because. All, we can't make jokes if all we're doing is telling you the jokes they made, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah, also, we're doing all right. And so also, <laughs> also, they usually like go over like a f- fart in an elevator. Yes. Right. Like in, yeah. in quote unquote yeah. bad movies. If it's a yes. bad movie, it's yeah. a bad comedy. It's like it's like bad animation. You've got nothing. Like, and some right. comedy ages poorly. Right. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. And all this does because it's just like good lady, you know, stuff, and that's not great (laughs) (laughs) with him spending the first five minutes catcalling her sure right yeah some of the things that happen as a result of that are funny like the there's a (laughs) there's a great gag where so everybody that sees this lady is like Mm -hmm. and there's a fire truck driving by her and all all of them turn and go it's 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 the big hook and ladder so there's the guy driving the back yeah right exactly so it's you know giant fire truck and then (laughs) because they're paying attention to this lady they don't pay attention to the fact that traffic has stopped so they slam on the brakes and the guy in the back gets catapulted (laughs) over the cab of the truck and he just disappears he's gone until about two scenes later when Cheech is driving by and he's like, hey, did you see the girl in the... <laughs> Apologies for the accent. Um, did you see the girl in the green, green dress. dress with the red hair? And it's, it's, it pans it's, over. It's a it, bunch of people it, trying to help the firemen out of the tree. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is a joke in and of itself. But so, they stop right. and point and he also <laughs> points and then, and then falls, falls out, out of the, the tree. tree. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. But How like, do you get a fireman out of the tree? Wave. <laughs> Like he rolls out from under the car and she's standing there mm-hmm. waiting for her car and and she's like when will my black Peugeot be ready and he was like oh black Peugeot I knew you were in a natural red <laughs> yeah. ah! you know it's like okay that's fine <laughs> yeah. the five minutes of hijinks were eh, but then that joke is pretty good so. yeah good. which is basically this movie this is really just <laughs> right. this just, this is like a, 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 it, they're jokes but it's just an establishing scene like he's a mechanic yeah. And that's really it, because like, after and we that, don't even really need like. Other than he talks about it again a little bit later, like how he fell into that profession in a conversation with somebody. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing is like, I you know I don't know what how much he contributed to writing Cheech and Chong movies. I mean, they were very Half. base stoner comedies. I, I'm saying I didn't know if like they was they were all 100 percent written by them or if they had other people. I think like, there were some other people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, so for this being probably his first solo screenplay, I'm mm-hmm. guessing he he follows screenwriting rules really well because it's like little things pay off later. Yeah. It know. sets up the fact that he's, he plays guitar. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's 
it's very good at doing that kind of thing of like, oh, guy was delivering his fixed guitar, thus establishing that it's not weird that he just randomly picks up a guitar later. Mm-hmm. He mentioned, you know, he is a mechanic and it's brought back up like how he got into that job and all this stuff. But he, the catalyst of the movie is about to happen because he goes to pick up his cousin, who is right. Paul Rodriguez. Yes. And he's not there and INS busts in to raid the, this place. The toy factory. The toy factory is, is pretty much populated or employed by nothing but so-called illegal immigrants so-called well yeah. well i mean i don't know i, mean, I know papers. they are they're mexicans mm-hmm. are they illegal we don't know that's what i mean yeah it's they run so yeah they don't seem to care Be- about because he, who's there no at all. but he doesn't run because why would he and then someone drags him off mm-hmm. like come and, on man and through hijinks end up <laughs> sticking him in a life-size teddy bear that's going through a Steamer? i guess i guess yeah i guess it's going through a conveyor belt where it gets washed eventually which sure. is uh, that's nice to know that there's a yeah. sanitization thing of of toys eventually. That's just, absolutely, that's just a movie works. construct. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. That's but. just movie magic. Okay, fine. <laughs> so toys also have lots of poop on them. <laughs> that's yes. what you're trying yes. to say. <laughs> yes. To bring Toy- that back to a conversation, yeah, that that's was not on, not on the on the yes. actual. Yes, toys podcast. are covered in herpes. Po- yeah. <laughs> Every toy. Sure. Just rife with herpes. Right. Rife. But. Yes, so Jan, Jan Michael Vincent, or Ian Michael Vincent, if you prefer, is there. Um, as, as Chuck said, only because he was in the music video for the song. Yeah. Like he, he which, which, okay, we haven't pointed out yet. This, yeah. this, this was a song that was on a Cheech and Chong album a couple years earlier. They made a music video for it. Jan Michael Vincent was the same character in that. But that's what this movie is. It is literally based on the lyrics of that song. So anytime there's something that's not a lyric of that song, it's just some stretched out, like, what is this? Why is this happening but mm-hmm. you got to have 90 minutes you, mm-hmm. you need 90 minutes for your movie so yeah but anyway yeah so jam michael vincent comes in and is like hey boy what are you what are you doing in that bear <laughs> where are you from <laughs> and, and oh also paying off this the decent screenwriting skills they they take a moment to show that because his mom handed him some cash that she wanted him to deposit he something happens and 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 like kids break something in another room so he walks off to deal with that and leaves his wallet behind so he has no identification mm-hmm you know everything every little like action kind of has a consequence or a reason mm-hmm. for happening later there's reasons this all happens it's still contrived oh, absolutely and it's, sure and it's sure. like oh god but it's like yeah okay fine he doesn't have his yeah, wallet. he doesn't have his wallet so they're just like oh yeah and he's like i'm american citizen i was born in east LA. They're like sure you were get on the bus you know yeah. and they ask him who the president is yeah john wayne yeah well, he's, you he's, get on the bus well, he's, he's like the guy that was in all the cowboy, cowboy movies yeah, yeah. Uh, john wayne <laughs> It was more conceivable in the 80s to not give a fuck about politics. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It was, wasn't yeah. it? It was. Also, I mean... It was more conceivable five years ago to not give a shit about exactly. politics. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Funny. I mean, the thing is, is like, not not to go too far outside our wheelhouse here, but it's, it's very strange that there's no... You don't have to know anything about American government, how it works, if you're born here, but you're required to if you want to come here. Mm-hmm. I'm just yes. saying, like, we don't actually force that, like... Someone can't walk up to the street and go that's like, "Who's the, the current president?" Of being born in America, son. That's that's my point. It's like you can <laughs> no one can come up on the street and go like, "Who's the president?" And you can be like, "I don't, I don't know, oh. or care." <laughs> Who cares. I mean, except like Billy Eichner will yell at you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he'd ask about the president. Or you could say, "Not my president." Right. Sure. Hashtag resist. But anyway. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> anyway. So yes, he ends up on a bus. You know. Yep. And being driven to the border. Border, and like yeah. he's gonna be. And it's also noted he does not speak Spanish. No. Right. Or very little. I mean, he was, yeah. poquito. you know, he was born in East L.A. Mm-hmm. and his family had been there a while. So it's just like yeah. and his Spanish yeah. was not their first he language. He was born in East L.A. 
His parents were born in East L.A., and yeah. his parents' parents were born in East L.A., as we find out later in the movie. Sorry, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 basic Spanglish that they're speaking in the house. You know, like yeah. he knows some things, but not conversational. Spanglish. Yeah, because everyone on the bus is talking to him, making fun of him. And he's just like, huh, what? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this is, I think, this is the point in the movie where you probably want to talk about it because, like, the moment he arrives at like the border custom <sighs> customs, whatever, it's just the whole sequence of him like getting arrested and being on the bus and then going through basically you know the whatever i don't know if it's INS, whatever line it is where you have to yeah immigration where you have to be like no let me back in it's just it's fucking infuriating it is you know and it's and i'm sure that's by design and it's and it's kind of like there's a point where i was just like is this a comedy because like it's kind of it's (laughs) i know it like earlier everything had been played pretty broad and by here it's just like man fuck everybody right now this is pissing me off (laughs) Here's the thing is that I think at the time in the late 80s when this came out, it would have been just like, oh, haha, look what they have to go through. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, and now it's yeah, like because the immigration guy pulls up someone else. Yeah. Like he tells him what his name is because he says, you know, it's like his first name is what, like Guadalupe or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And Guadalupe ruled off. Well, I don't remember. Was that the, yeah. Role, yeah. And the guy's like, oh, 57 Broken. years old, arrested here, 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 here. And he's like, no, I'm not 57. What are you talking about? He's like, show me ID. He's yeah. Like, I don't have ID. Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, yeah, sure, you're not 57. <clears throat> also, you must be, you know, Guadalupe Rodolfo Roble mm-hmm. because you gave me that name. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. your birth date doesn't matter. Yeah. And how dismissive they are of his claims like nobody gives a shit N- nobody in charge gives a shit yeah nobody and they say there's a payphone outside else. if you want to try and call yeah nobody gives a shit yeah and i know it's important to the plot of the movie for nobody to give a shit yeah but it's infuriating to see that that's pretty likely sure the way things the way things goes like oh no id you look mexican get back to uh to being a Mexican in Mexico. See you later. Yeah. Bye. And, and I don't know if it's just like, if it's like just this trigger for me or something, but like wrongly accused people like it, that shit like gets under my skin, like nothing else, especially like, when like, you like, have all the information. Yeah. And nobody believes any <clears throat> of the actual information. Like right. that stuff just drives me up the wall. So like sitting through these scenes, is just like, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I mean, it's not made it any, it's not made it any better by the fact that he plays it like a bumbling idiot. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's 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 a little bit it's it's equally his fault. Like, I mean, he should have been like, hey, would you like my social security number or, you know, mm-hmm. something that's like, you know, if I have this, which I, you know, a, an adult should have memorized, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, what I'm saying like, but uh, at the same yeah, time, it comes up later. Also, he was in the military. Right. So, yeah. you know, there's that should have been the first thing he said. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, but I at was, the same I was time, on the troop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You immediately go to the front of the line. And, <laughs> right. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, no, because he's still he's still brown. So yeah, he's not a white the yeah. troop. So nobody right. gives a shit about yeah, him. But still, like they, you should go to another line that has military computer access mm-hmm. and just go. Oh yeah, sorry. But also, like if you consider the fact that he's just been, he went to pick up his friend he got snatched up in an ice raid mm-hmm. um INS we, they were an ice, ice raid. INS raid yeah um no ice. <laughs> got snatched up in an IS, INS raid tossed on a bus nobody believes him he doesn't speak the language of the place he's at and he's been you know rushed through and put into this completely foreign situation for him 
Well, like even the, the what do you, dude at the desk at INS is like, I don't know who taught you to speak English so good, but you yeah. get the hell away from me. You know, yeah. it's like it's that guy's job yeah. to get the correct information, not just take one piece of information and then, you know, cast you off by being a racist shithead. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, so what I think I think what we're trying to say is that at, in 1987 when this came out, it was like, "Oh man, that sucks!" Ha ha. And now it's like, "This is a great injustice, and I must re- I must reach into the screen and mm-hmm. solve this problem." Whereas in 87, you're just like, "Well, this is ripe for comedy. Let's see what happens mm-hmm. here." I mean, to be fair, they they played this card in a lot of like quote unquote lighthearted comedies. <laughs> I mean, the immigration thing is the main running thread through Coneheads sure. for God's sake. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, yes. Michael McKean and David Spade have a hard on for catching illegal aliens, you know. So <laughs> it's do. like yes. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying like it's it was a, have to go back to France. It was a thing, you know. So yeah. mm-hmm. I know. It's but yes, it, it it's it is frustrating to watch, but like I said, he's not helping his situation by just being like, ah Yeah. You know. But it's 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 just wrong. Yeah. I, I will on the other hand though, I think he does actor Cheech does a good job in that he's not Cheech in this. He's not his cartoony Mexican mm-hmm. stereotype character in this. He's a very right. just normal spoken yeah. dude. Just and like he, he I never go comes to... off as being high or anything. like no, that. No, he's just right. like, I got to go to work and I got all these errands to run. And it, it's just there's there's nothing about the character that that is Cheech like. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting, especially yeah. so soon after that for him to want to just do this. Well, I'm just going to be a normal guy. And I got swept up in this thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, but eventually he goes out to use the payphone, tries to make a collect call, gets all the way through to like his answer machine at home, and then is like, "Oh yeah, my mom and sister were going to Fresno, and all that's we've been watching Paul Rodriguez get yes, his way to Paul the house." Paul Rodriguez ab- arrives at the factory and is right. like, and yeah. he doesn't speak any English. No, no. That, but he's asking. He's subtitled mostly, and he's like, "Where is everybody?" Yeah, yeah. the factory guy gets him to their house. Mm-hmm. He tries to get in. the The guy across the street who is renting. The, the place that the mom is getting money for or whatever mm-hmm. eventually gets him in, but is it's not offering... really explained how or why. No. And he's like, he's like dressed as a priest, but he's got like a, like a seafood restaurant novelty Jesus bib on. Yeah. Like there's some weird money making scheme to put there. There's he's a like weird... a, he's like an altar boy. Yeah. But his altar boy, Gee or whatever it is, I don't know. Uh-huh. Has a screen printed Jesus on it. Right. If it was a gee, they could fight back the priest that tried to touch them. Well, yeah, I just don't know what the fuck they're called. I've never been Catholic. A uh, frock. Sure. And I like that for I, I I don't understand the joke, but it's hilarious to me that he offers to sell him used lottery tickets. He just he yeah. just opens up like this 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 stream of lottery tickets falls out of his hand like huh you want to buy some used lottery tickets like why why would anyone want to buy used lottery tickets it's dumb but so you've got i guess i guess we've got to set up all the dumb jokes because the very first thing that mom showed him in the morning when he woke up was that she got like one of those um like a lenticular yeah lenticular jesus so like he's you know it's it's Christ, it's like it, crucified it's, it's Jesus. crucified Jesus yeah. but like you you look one way and his eyes are open you go like halfway and he's winking at you and you go all the way and his eyes are closed and so like she's she's hung, doesn't like this she's hung it over the little phone alcove you know because we used to have those in houses when we had right. telephones yep. and Cheech mentions this of like you know you're covering up the phone and she's like oh, I just want to see how it looks I'll move it later and ends up putting it back there mm-hmm. so Paul Rodriguez shows up not speaking any English some you know somehow gets his way into the house gets it gets in because of weird you know Lobster bib, altar boy guy, <laughs> I guess, with used lottery tickets. And then when he calls, like, he he just immediately thinks it's Jesus talking to him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But Cheech basically is on the answer machine. It's me. I'm in Tijuana. Something else. And then, you know, like, Paul Rodriguez is like, 
Oh, Dios mío. Jesús en Tijuana. Yeah. So we go back to him two or three more times where right. he's like hanging out in the house watching the Playboy channel or whatever and the phone rings and there's one weird I don't, I don't even understand the phone call he gets which is just like hey give me a beer you know it's like why who's calling them and mm. asking for that but he has to go and get Jesus a beer and he puts that's it all on. boy yeah <laughs> so there's two or three scenes of that and then that's it there's yeah. no resolution to that whatsoever no. mm-hmm. never see him again well, I assume this it's in mom, the TV cut <laughs> I assume his mom came home and you yeah. know took care of him it's like what have you been doing yeah. <laughs> but yeah so he's not getting any help like no. no one's like gonna get his wallet or you know anything yeah. to prove that he's a citizen so he, he's he, he, gets, he, he gets angry at the payphone because yeah. like no one's there and then like he gets arrested for beating up a payphone right yeah um, nope. so he gets menaced in prison and menaced. This, well, <laughs> I mean, it's a scam because like sure. there's this he's like the book guy, you know, he's the guy pushing the book cart around, mm-hmm. but his name's Feo because he, yeah. uh, he's ugly. And um, it's Tony Plana who yeah. was uh, he was a guapo's guy in Three Amigos and he's in, been in a million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you recognize him immediately. Yeah. El Jefe. Yes. So Which is funny because he's not the chief. But <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's yes, like, yeah, so it's, it's a scam. Like, you know, these guys are menacing him and then, and then like he's like, oh, yeah, you give me you know, two hundred. I like you one hundred dollars, yeah. and I, I'll get you out of the situation. He goes yeah. back and forth for. There's, you know, he's some... like, fine, I'll get you the money, whatever. And and then like the guard comes along, is like, ah, we can only keep you for twenty four hours for beating up a payphone, so get out of here. And then he's, <laughs> he basically tells that guy to fuck himself for you know. Well, he says, gonna... you owe me a hundred bucks. Yeah, and he goes, he's... well, here's one. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Gives him the finger. Yeah, yeah. And walks out. So yep. now he's free, but he's in Tijuana. He's in Mexico. And yep. So. Very quickly, we are introduced to Daniel Stern because he's just walking down the street and Daniel Stern is having a freak out because he just let somebody go from his bar. And he's just like our first introduction is just to him in mid freak out. Just like, damn it, son of a bitch, can't find anybody good around here. And it's just like, hey, you, you want a job? And then <laughs> That's why you're having trouble finding good help because you just pick the next guy that yeah, comes right. along. Hey, what about you? You, you could do this job. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the second act of this movie is he starts like... Daniel Stern is like a, I mean, he's basically a criminal who's escaped to Tijuana and is like running a bar trying to, you know, he's not, running everything. Yeah. Like, but he's just like, first he hires Cheech just to be like the, hey, come on in here. Come, this, this is the best bar yeah. come, guy, you know, you know, and pussy lovers. Yeah. <laughs> if he just done that <laughs> place would be packed. He learned. He learned yeah. when he got to mm-hmm. from Dust Hold On. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's but it's, I like that his first two attempts at it are just like, would you like to come inside the bar? <laughs> People are just like, no, yeah. Yeah, but, he, but he's he, a coyote. He's he's a criminal. He's all these things. But he likes cheese. He's also and, a legitimate businessman. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> as <clears throat> as legitimate as businesses in Tijuana can be, run by Daniel is, Stern. Yes, yes. <laughs> he has a sweet <laughs> hammock set up next to the highlight. Oh, I, I just realized we may not be doing um, Silence of the LAMs, but we are at the Red Dragon Bar. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, we are. It's, it's <laughs> is the Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Rojo. Rojo. Yeah, Dragon mm-hmm. Rojo Bar. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a connection. Yeah. Um, but he like he's yeah, after he, he works a couple hours, he takes a, like a ticket up to Daniel Stern. He's like, oh, wow. Forty eight admittances. That boy, you're really good. That's four dollars. Yeah. yeah he is constantly <laughs> fucking with him on the math. He's yeah. like, <laughs> well, first, like the very first thing he's like, I think he's just like asked, like, can you get me to the border? He's like, yeah, that, I can do that. It costs you forty dollars. But I like you. Fifty percent off. Three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mm, it's like that's not. And then no. he dicks him over on like the the headcount math because he's like I'm going to pay you 10 cents a person you get yeah. to come on here and then it's like it's 48 people and he's like cool here's your 42 cents or $4.20 <laughs> yeah. or whatever it's like. and also the tacos and the beer you just had are right. coming out of that yeah yeah. 
But yeah, he basically just cons him into doing a bunch of different little mini jobs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, at one point, I mean, it's like they basically make him do every stereotypical thing. Like they actually eventually send him out to sell oranges. Yeah. And so, selling just else. trinkets to, yeah. to people who were maybe attempting to get across the border. Yeah, he's basically doing like, do you want like uh, cigarettes, cigars, passports, green cards, green cards. Here you go. You are now Fernando was... Valenzuela. <laughs> you had yeah. 21 wins last year. <laughs> That's a baseball joke that I get. Uh-huh. I got that one, yeah. 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 So in okay. the process of this, he meets a waitress who works there who's pretty, and it's the lady from Dolman. Um, Dolman. And yeah, that's I. it's it's a midsection of, I don't understand how much time has passed because he seems to be working a lot. And they, so his family was going to be in Fresno for a week. Two weeks. Two. Oh, was it two weeks? Yes. Oh, I mm-hmm. thought it was just a week. Yeah. So okay, I'm so guessing it's, that's... It's two weeks, so it's yes. half a month. Yeah. Un fortnight. But it seems like an awful long time. It does. Because they are just all over the land everywhere. And there's no, like, night scenes. Like, you never see him, like, go to bed. Right. So it's like, how often... Where is he living? Yeah, yeah. None of that. And he only has one outfit. So that's all you see him in, generally. Yeah. Except for a couple scenes where he's wearing a special outfit for something. <laughs> um, but along the way, like, Daniel Stern, like, you know, he's still... He won't budge on, like, he, he won't play the uh, get me across the border and then I'll send you money because, you know, I actually live there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, if you don't have the money, you could try, what is it called? The the, the canyon run or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the canyon yeah. run. But yeah, which is basically just like, at, run. The, at the start of the day, run for the border and they can't catch everybody. So yeah, he's like, see those guys down there? They're chickens. So we get this, <laughs> yeah, we get this like montage of him like trying different things. And I mean, it's, it's mostly really good visual gags because... Mm-hmm. Um, there's one where he jumps into a bush like he's he's been walking around with a bush backpack on his back mm-hmm. and he keeps hiding and then he gets to a bigger bush where there's a guy coming and he just dives into this hole and then the guy passes by and he's like yeah alright and then suddenly this whole bush starts moving and it's just been <laughs> set up in the back of this INS truck <laughs> and the truck just drives away he's like what that's such a good gag it's mm-hmm. a really good visual gag yep yeah but yeah, so that all that. Oh yeah, just, well, he also did a football one where he like got yeah. a bunch of guys and like yeah. did a football play, yeah. like you know, did the ready, annexation of Puerto re- Rico, ready break, and then <laughs> like, it works. He works almost, and, and he gets a slow motion like yeah, <laughs> and then this INS guy just comes from out of nowhere and like literally actually tackles him. Yeah, yeah, but and at some point he falls in with the mariachi band, like they're sitting in the bar, and there's a um. Well, it's not quite a mariachi band. It's, it's just a band. Yeah, it's a band. It's just people playing for other people yeah. at a table. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, we want to hear Summertime Blues. And the the okay. band doesn't know how to play Summertime Blues. And yeah. uh, He's like, wait. Cheech is like, I got this. I know how to play Summertime Blues. So he falls in with them and tries to like change them into a weird rock and roll. <laughs> and I don't know where they got the money or... Where I the think time that was happened. entirely a fantasy sequence. You think it was I a don't think that sequence? actually happened. Well, it th- they're all dressed up like day glow eighties. They've all got heavy Mexican, metal T-shirts on, and everything's yeah. fuzzy. Well, before that, they they have a because they do summertime blues, and then like everyone starts to get into it, and the band starts to like pick up the rhythm and play yeah. along a little bit, and they're like, "Man, yeah, if we just did this, if we played songs people know, we're gonna make so much more money." Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he's kind of teaching them how to do some riffs outside. Oh, he's trying steps. to teach him. Uh, yeah, and it, twist and shout. Well, it, it's funny because like he starts. It, you know, it's just how generic old rock songs were, but he's playing Twist and Shout, and they're like, oh, we got this. It's, it's La Bamba. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's literally the same rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. they're like, he's like, no, 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 it's not that. It's like this. And and then, and there's, there's then one... he's like, yeah, this is what, you know, he's trying to communicate. Because that's, that's the other thing is like, through the passage of time, he is picking up 
more Spanish. Like he's he's becoming acclimated to living here, and it's and it's. Right. I, I don't know. Just for a comedy like this, I I feel like it's really well told. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not like in your face. It's just oh yeah, it, like, it just kind of flows. Yeah, and just things like, happen, and you like, think, well, maybe well, that's not important. Well, like then. he's recalling words, and like oh yeah, like this is how you'd say this, and yeah. then the guy's like, oh okay, yeah, we got you, and then because there's there's a, that's where he says like you know we, what you're doing is good, what I'm doing is good, but what if we put them together, we could be this new thing, and that's where it breaks into the, yeah. the possible dream sequence where they're playing purple purple, purple haze, haze. right? <laughs> but that just cuts at yeah. one point and it's back to them standing out in front of right. some yeah. you know I, I, well it ends with him doing bodega. the help me part <laughs> because yeah. he's turned on the he's tried to turn on the lights and they start smoking yeah. Yeah. and he's like help me <laughs> well, help me well they've got this weird like you know, all of a sudden they have like the guy has I love that the guy has a drum kit but it's all made of like five gallon water yeah. bottles and yeah. trash can mm-hmm. loads and stuff well, but it's like but it's, it's set like up stump at, yeah, but it's set up like on a drum rack yes. and stuff. And like, as you said, like everyone has weird neon, like zebra stripes. I very much liked that the guy with the eye patch suddenly had a glam yes. eye patch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a pirate uh, uh, accordion player. Accordion. Yeah. I was like, squeeze box. I was like, nobody calls it a squeeze box anymore. Get <laughs> yeah. squeeze box. Yeah. So, but, but it's a they suddenly have like a pyrotechnics thing that's made out of like yeah. pinata paper and also trash <laughs> and, trash. Yeah. and the, yeah he tries to turn on the light slash the pyrotechnics yeah in. i think this was just an aside just a mm-hmm. just a hey what if yeah. kind of but thing. then he, yeah, again they're just they're playing on the street and like this german couple starts walking up and he immediately transitions them into like the mariachi the music what they were playing into like the polka version of roll out the bear yeah. in, barrel in german and and uh, man, they are in it, like these guys are like, oh, yay! <laughs> you're saying German to us. Yeah. I mean, to be yeah. fair, it's a very easy transition from mariachi to polka. But yes, yes. Yeah. And it works like yeah. they're just like, oh, this is the best, you right. know, and they give them a handful of money and they give them a bunch of money. Yeah. They give everybody like 40 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, OK, before this happened, mm-hmm. there there was a bit w- there was a montage really where he had to sell oranges mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and he's not out there long. He gives an orange to a kid, and then the mom drags the kid back and says, no steal. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Just take the orange. No big deal. And she's like, oh, thank you. And then he's like, just take the whole cart of oranges. I feel bad for you. Just just go. You so, can be an orange seller now. I've, yeah. I've given you this business that was yeah. not mine to give away. So there's that, and then there's all the, the mariachi well, yeah, band And the stuff. girl, Dolores, sees him yes. doing this. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. had a little, like a, a little minor falling out when... God, there's so many. Yeah, there's a lot of things going going on on happening Um, at the same time. There is a moment where he has been given the task by Daniel Stern to teach these Chinese people how to be Mexicans so they can blend in in East L.A. Yeah, and uh, it's you know goofy little montage where they're he's trying to get them all to say, um, "Ole vatos, what's happening?" Right. And uh, so, so that they have goes jobs on for, lined up in East L.A. You just got to get them there. Right, just got to get them there so that and, <laughs> and get them to blend in. Um, mm-hmm. But during that, he and the girl are talking and they get in, into well, he's, a little. He asks like where she's from because she's not right. from Mexico. And she's like, I'm from El Salvador. And he's like, oh, I've known some El Salvadorians. Like they're all disco. Disco bunnies. Hun- bunnies. Disco bunnies. Yes. bunnies. Yeah. I was like, honeys or bunnies? Yeah. And she's like. Dicko boonies. Dicko bunnies. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he explains what they are, and it's not offensive or anything, but no. she like is like, how dare you, and throws a bucket of water right. on him. So, so that's fast, their little falling Yes, out. fast forward to the cart of Naranjas, and they, uh, 
I said that the most white way I could. Um, <laughs> the cart of Naranjas. The cart of Naranjas. <laughs> How do you order um, at a Mexican restaurant? Just out of curiosity. Um, point to the menu. Can I have the chimney chango with jalapeno? By numero. <laughs> okay. I'd so like you don't a, like try and do the pronunciation correctly? I would like, oh, no, I yeah. do. Um, I would like a numero like a dos. <laughs> a numero dos, more favorite. You, you have to need, be careful because you can't be that yeah. character from Veep that's just like, she talks normal and then they're like, Santariaco. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, stop. Don't <laughs> dip into it for one I word. I try to get the pronunciation correct okay. in my most natural voice. Um, so you're not like, I'll have some con carne. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I okay. can't even roll my R's like that, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Not a thing I can do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Card of oranges. The girl across the street, unbeknownst to him, sees him doing these, this nice thing for mm-hmm. this doing little family. Deeds. Well, she was also and impressed like, that he played music, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. All these she's things like, are like building him back up. Yes. Maybe he's actually not a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I so they. No idea what happens. Yeah. Next. After after he's playing the German, playing the polka song, she asks him, How do you know German? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he's like, Come have a beer with me. Mm-hmm. So they go have a beer. Mm-hmm. And that's when he explains why I was in the army. I was in Germany for four years, and then I got married and stayed behind for another two. And she's like, oh, you're married. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> not anymore. And she's like, oh, that's good. Well, you come over for dinner. Yeah, because he's like, would you like to stop having this beer and go have dinner? And she's like, yes, you will well, come to my house. I, I do. I mean, we don't want to recap too many of the jokes, but I like the one he says here because he... Oh, oh God. <laughs> <He> goes, <laughs> what, you don't want me to say it? It's, no, no, no. It's, it's good. It's, it's the best joke because it's just so... It just... Yeah. It just out of nowhere yeah. but he goes we had a bit of a falling out my wife and i and then he goes like well we had a falling out that i fell it back in and fell it back out a couple more times oh <laughs> it was uh it didn't work out yeah i worked it back in again yeah, that's, what it, that's what it was yeah <laughs> and she's just like okay and she's yeah. just like forget it but, but we are all laughing our asses off <laughs> this that's, that's my other favorite thing is that like with paul rodriguez even though he's like insignificant to the entire plot basically Mm -hmm. is that they subtitle almost everything he says Mm -hmm. and he keeps saying Mm okay and they subtitle every single time i'm like yeah i got that like (laughs) like, i I, I don't know why i find (laughs) i find basic you know words in other languages when they're subtitled to be hilarious yeah like if you don't know ya or da or see yeah. <laughs> well, Spanish class wasn't mandatory very many places no. in uh, I, 1987. I know, just covering all their bases. This is a big, big mm-hmm. studio motion picture here. Yep. But yeah, yeah so they she uh, she invites him to a date later that day at 7:30. Her house. It's really weird because it See. seemed like it was already almost 7:30 anyway. Like mm-hmm. why they were splitting up? I was like, oh, this is just for comedy. You're just like. Why aren't you both getting getting yeah. on a bus and going back to her place? She's like, here's my address. Come by at 7:30. Well, she she still yeah, had to go work. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, she was taking a break. Jobs. Yeah. yeah, she was taking a break from her job. And, so anyway, yeah. and she told him, you know, you got to take a bus to get there. Yeah. It's not close. Yeah. So she goes home. He's walking that direction and is accosted by the two guys who are in the jail cell with him, mm-hmm. who are just like, where's the money, Lebowski? And just start pummeling him. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, holy shit, what a callback this is, because like suddenly they're getting pelted with oranges. And it's the. It's yeah, because we're talking about the orange thing, but the orange thing is like a good half hour yeah. before yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. happens. Yes. Because like they've done the whole musical thing, like the the playing with the band and everything. There's that, so much stuff gone. in this. Yeah, I mean, in this second yeah, act. Yeah. So like he's getting pummeled to death, and then all of a sudden those guys just starting getting pelted with oranges, and you pan over, and it's the family just whipping oranges out of the shopping <laughs> cart, and they're just like, "Thanks, you it's, know." It's Deus Ex Mexican. <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> yeah. oh, God damn it! You got there. <laughs> I was always said Mexican because it would. 
worked mm, better with Makina, mm, but I understand. I didn't want to be that guy who says it properly. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> yes. And we were like, oh, you know, way to go, Cheech! Like, yeah. you really like. I will do a thing here that will pay off later, and it will be, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's it's. You think about all the movies we've watched, where it's just like you know, someone just shit out a screenplay, and it's like. Mm-hmm. There, there was some care put into this. Mm-hmm. Like, like someone actually thought about. And I know he's a talented comedian. He made a bazillion dollars doing comedy albums and touring and everything like that. But like setups and payoffs, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Good job. There's lots of other people that are funny on stage that can't write a screenplay to save their lives. Right. And one doesn't mean the other. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. And I'm also impressed that you know. In 1987, Universal said, yes, you can write, direct, and star in a movie based on your parody song. (laughs) That'll be great. It must have been a hit. The the song? The song, yeah. Oh, yeah, the song was Smash. It was all over the place. So... Yeah. But yeah, so anyway. I don't remember much yeah. of 87. But anyway, he gets to the date. <laughs> well, this is back in 84. Yeah. I don't remember anything yeah. of 84. <laughs> he, gets, he gets to the date late mm-hmm. because he's immediately getting yelled at by her. She's like, I said 730, where have you been? You're just like all the men. Blah, what blah, blah, country blah, blah. are you from yeah. that you, you can be late? I've been waiting all night. And he just goes and grabs a beer and puts it on his head and is just like, ow. And yep. she's like, mm-hmm. oh no, what's I, wrong? I got beat up. Yeah. So... That mends like, all wounds. Yeah, and, yeah, and she kind of tells her backstory for a little bit, how, you know, first day she got there, her purse was stolen, yeah. and then, you know, she basically ended up having to work. She did, and she thought she'd be able to get to America quickly, and she's been there five months now, and she's yeah, not she doesn't, closer than she was. Yeah, she doesn't want to go until she has stuff built up, you know, so that mm-hmm. she's not broke the second she gets there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, I'll go in and Just not a great the, plan, I, I will. Admit. Well. I mean, just wage comparison-wise, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be there a while building up a quote-unquote nest egg, and then as soon as you get to America, it's going to last you seven minutes. That's what I mean, so. <laughs> especially going to L.A. Yeah. So she's Even like, in $87. Yeah, but she's like, I'll go back in and heat up your food, and it'll be fine. And she comes back out, and he's asleep. Mm-hmm. And the thing that, the thing, this is a weird thing that doesn't happen, is that before he went, he talked to Daniel Stern, and Daniel Stern was like, all right, tomorrow's the morning. We're, we're putting you on the truck, and you're going back to L.A. 7 a.m., be there. You know, and then he falls asleep at her house on this chair and you're like, oh, no, he's going to he's not going to be there in time. Mm-hmm. What what hijinks will result from it? how evil is Daniel Stern going to get? But no, they yeah. just cut to the truck and they're there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, all right. <laughs> Good on. Yeah, you. <laughs> I was very convinced that Daniel Stern was going to fuck him over. Yeah. But no, he goes and, and pays the the coyote guy. Well, he Daniel actually Stern, pays extra. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Stern is actually angry because he was told that it was going to be three hundred fifty. I think he said. I think he said it was going to be three hundred dollars, and he was going to charge him more. Yeah, but it's like he's like, God damn it, it's five hundred bucks a person. And he's like, Well, but I covered the extra hundred fifty for you because it's called a going away present. Mm-hmm. So because Chichi came on three hundred fifty. Wait a minute. So the original thing he said it's five hundred dollars, but there's a half off special, so I'll let you for four hundred for four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, Okay, three fifty. Right. And then. So I think yeah. he was he was like, all right, you made It'll it be to three fifty, but then he went to the guy at the truck and the driver was like right. five hundred dollars. So he was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. So he covered the hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. He's just like, look, when you get back, send me one hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So Cheech is like, great. So well, no, 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 he says it's a it's a going away. Going away That's right, one hundred fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, so turns in, yeah turns, he just turns into a good guy. Yeah, because he's always been a good guy. Mm-hmm. He just has a strange way of showing it. They bonded. They were buddies. <laughs> yeah, he did tell him, you know, like like because Cheech asked him why he was there, yeah. and he's like, well, you know, those movies where they say if we make it to the border, that's it. I made it to the border. Yeah, <laughs> made it to the border. And Cheech is like, huh? 
Hmm. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Probably don't want to know what you did in the U.S. Yeah. So he gets on the truck. Uh, there's a another couple there, and they didn't know it was going to be $500 a person. So the husband gets on the truck, and the wife is just standing there left to scream and cry. I think they were expecting it to be the half-off price, yes. the actual $250 price. So. so anyway, he gets on. The wife is just there screaming and begging and pleading, and, and the guy's like, nope. Yeah, because she says our children are already there. Yeah. And they just keep cutting to Cheech, and you're like, okay, we know what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. And, and the guy goes to slam the, the door down, and Cheech puts his foot out to stop the door, throws it back up, and lets the lady on in his place. Mm-hmm. And then just starts walking. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, where are you going? Determined walk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so then you cut to two Border Patrol guys who are just like, oh, you seen any yet? Nah, whatever. And then like they see him, like Cheech comes up. Don't just that. Hold on. We got we to gotta address it, because like, one guy's like, Oh yeah, because they see Cheech come over the counter yeah. or the the counter the the hill, yes. and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's gonna be a couple minutes before he gets down here." And the guy's like, "I'm gonna take a little nap." Yeah. <laughs> and the other the guy outside like, the truck is like, like, "Okay, so guy sitting in the driver's seat, and mm-hmm. the other guy's standing like by the front, right there next to the open window yeah. where he can talk to him." And he's just like, "I gotta take a piss." Yeah, doesn't go around anywhere. The truck just whips it out and starts pissing on the tire. Just turns the tire. around right fucking there. I'd be like, "Get the hell away from me!" <laughs> also, I know, I know it's not their car, but who the fuck ever pissed on their car I, intentionally? I don't know. I don't, a car that you have to operate, like, yeah, go around people, to the other side of the truck, in the back, in the other direction from I, the car. I swear, like, there's so many things about now. <laughs> Like, I mean, I know, I know things are shitty right now, but I swear <laughs> 30 years ago was basically the fucking dark ages. Yeah. Like people just pissed <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Pissed people had their no own piss tires. etiquette. Like, yeah. like, I mean, you watch like 70s and 80s movies like the fuck are yeah. you? Why would you piss there? Yeah. Like, it's like they should just do that in movies now. Why don't you just get a fucking just... chamber pot and t- toss it out your apartment window? I mean, what just the fuck? characters are just like out with their friends and just like, yeah. well, I got to take a piss and just be like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What? I thought you'll get what... arrested. <laughs> yeah. Don't you understand? You could make a back to the future movie now just about people trying to piss in random people's places. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> yeah. Now you get arrested as a sex offender. If you try to do that. Yeah. But anyway, so Cheech has come up over the mountain and they're just like, well, we got time. He's not coming. So the guy yeah. goes to piss and everything. And then, man. They just start playing Neil Diamond's yeah. Coming to America. Well, Cheech does the Night King thing yes. and raises his <laughs> arms, and then he suddenly has an army of Mexicans appear behind him. Yep. And As they just play, like, go. Coming to America. And As- yeah, just a hundred Mexicans are just <laughs> running for this border truck. I think that was the moment that Mackey announced that he was back in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100% back in. Yeah. And they just overrun this truck and jump over it, and he's arm in arm with the dudes he was teaching to speak and Spanish. And the lady. Yeah. And they just they cut to so there's a there's a street parade in L.A. and they they <laughs> Such a good joke. emerge yes. out of a manhole into the middle of this parade. And she's like, <laughs> why is there a parade? He goes, it's Cinco de Mayo. She's like, what's Cinco de Mayo? He goes, I don't know. They have it every year, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the perfect joke for this. Just it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is that not in the quote section? That is the best <sighs> line of dialogue in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They have it every year. <laughs> yeah. But wow, this movie just but, immediately is just like, it's over. Yeah. Like, well, like the, the, the dudes who got trained the, by Cheech. Yeah. Walk the, towards what's a, happening. Guys. Walk, yeah. They walk towards a cop and the cop is just like, Cinco de Mayo. Hey. And they're like, hey, yeah, they're what's like, happening? They're like giving handshakes with the cop and, <laughs> and pointing at his badge like, yeah, they're like, go Raiders. And that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, all right. He's like, yeah, Cinco de Mayo. And then they both are just kind of looking at each other like, that fucking worked. Yeah. yeah. And then we get one more shot of um, 
green dress, red haired girl. Yes. Coming mm-hmm. out of the crowd and walking towards the camera. And the crowd who is all just waving and applauding just freezes yeah. as this lady walks across. They the stage freeze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it just skips 20 minutes of movie and then cuts to Cheech and lady. It looked like they were yeah. about to get married. Like they, they were. It looked like yep. they were about to do a Ferris Bueller float wedding. Because like they were Guess like. Guess what? That's what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. it, it looked like they were on a float with a guy with a collar and it was like, yeah. Yeah, according and it to freeze like, frames on. Yeah, so like according to the alternate version section, like so, what happens at some point is that the people who lived across the street from him, the guy with the weird Jesus bib, they get they kidnap Cheech and her and hold them for ransom or something, mm-hmm. and then INS comes in and is going to arrest all of them, and he's like, "I'll marry you, and then you can stay." So there's like a whole like other act of movie that mm-hmm. the the theatrical cut said, "Nah, he made it back. Just get out. Just let's go." Yeah. Because that literally is what happens. Like they they are back, and forty five seconds later, the movie is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a good place. To, it's a better place to end it. Like if having a fourth act would have been weird. Well, without seeing the stuff, I mean, you know. Well, yeah, you get the triumphant moment of him, mm-hmm. you know, bringing the this army across the border, <laughs> right? And then, yeah, and I then mean, you get yes. one really good joke, and then get out. Yes, it's I, kind it's of. Fine. I mean, without having seen the other parts. It's kind of a better place to end it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guessing Paul Rodriguez is the one who gets them out of that situation somehow by yeah, he gets bumbling into or it or yeah, yeah, just something. So anyway, that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, where the movie cuts off, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we just we skip stuff like the first time he tries to get back into the US. Mm-hmm. He sneaks into an RV that two old people oh, are driving. Right. Oh, God, yeah. right. <laughs> the, they turn out to be drug mules. Yeah. And oh, my they God. Have, like fucking tons of just, you know, black bags yeah, i don't know what yeah it is but right but drugs. but like but like because they're at the border in the rv and then the dog starts barking and the little lady's like fuck go away dog go the <laughs> fuck away dog yeah and then yeah the next shot is them just pulling bags out and yeah. cheech is hidden in the freezer so he's like shivering and like he's all contorted in the thing yeah but that's the thing he's like disassembled cheech because yeah. his <laughs> body parts are just yeah like oh, disassembled cheech <laughs> yeah and then he ends up back in jail where Theo, right, you know, threatens. Oh, right. Him. There's. Oh, god. And he has the scene where he has to tattoo the guy. Oh, yeah. Which I don't even know. Like, like that. I didn't. I don't even understand what was happening there. That scene is so bizarre because, like, it's set. So Theo is like, okay, you're gonna help me out, and then it cuts to this room that's an electric chair, mm-hmm. and it's just like, good luck, and it's like it's set up to where like Cheech has to throw the switch on this guy in an electric chair, and that goes on for a little while, and then he's like, haha, you're sitting on the tattoo needle, and then okay, it's a tattoo parlor, and you're like, okay, fine, so they go through this whole bit where he wants this tattoo on his chest changed, and then he changes it like super quick, like suddenly he's talented at doing mm-hmm. tattoos, but then he's like also got four tattooed bullet holes on his head. It's it's a cut up scene. I, who I, knows? But also, Cheech like takes all the money out of the cash box when he leaves, mm-hmm. and then the next scene is him going to Daniel Stern saying, "It's only like six dollars." Yeah, but still, it, it's it looked like a lot more than that. Yeah. But, it, but it's him the, going back to Daniel Stern going, "Hey, I need more work." Yeah, what he's like, he's like, I got to get out of here, and he's like, "Well, I need money," and he, it never like, "Well, I have a wad of money," <laughs> like mm-hmm. that never comes up. That's just a weird. That's the only. It's so out of place. Yeah, well, it's with one everything of those things else. for like for how well written some things are. Yeah, there's like s- scenes that he's just like, I just I wanted to get that in there. Uh, yeah, must have been. And like he the- doesn't have a way to tie it in with everything else. So yeah. things just some of those things just kind of happen. Yeah, the only thing that that really does is serve to get him to the courtyard so he can see that there's a way to escape prison again. Right. Mm-hmm. 
that's about it. Yeah. yeah. It yes. That's one weird bit and we didn't talk about it because it was so bizarre. Well, yeah, and they're and they're both inconsequential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Like it's a gag and you're like, well, okay, yeah, but it's like you're also sitting there going, What the fuck is happening? Like it just the mm-hmm. it doesn't register that you're being set up for a ridiculous sight gag. It's just like Well Is he murdering that yeah. man? What's happening? <laughs> well, and but even before before we realize that it's, you know, in the execution chamber, it seems like he's going to have to go perform sexual favors upon <laughs> Feo right. in mm-hmm. some fashion. Yeah. So it's kind of a, it kind of switches gears three or four times yeah. in that, in that sequence. It's, yeah. it's weird. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. And, and Okay. So we need to have, so, a dis- we need to have a discussion here real quick. Yeah. It's like, okay. So the movie opens with the, chorus of born in east la but it gets out quick like it's four seconds of that song and then it's out the movie ends with the entire song yes i know where this is going is it a star grove if it's based on the song itself no it's not written for the movie it was a pre-existing thing it's not describing the events of the movie the movie is describing the events of the song it's a grove star (laughs) all right i'll mark it as such grove star (laughs) grove star all right well, I'm saying also it's you reversed. viewers at home mark it down as a Grove Star. Our first ever Grove Star. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It's an orange Grove Star. I, we just need <laughs> see. Just needed to clarify because a discussion needed. I to mean, be- it's just, it's it's backwards. I mean, the, the very definition of Star Grove is like some some composer guy is watching a f- scene from the movie and going. Now he's walking down the street, left <laughs> right. foot, yeah. right. No, foot. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. Be a random test. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Okay. Grove Star it is. Grove Star. <laughs> All right. Danger All right. through the running zone. All right. Ratings. Other ratings. ratings. Um, I'm going to give this two jocks. I was not on board for a lot of the early parts of this movie, but it definitely won me over by the end. And there are some really solid jokes. And like we pointed out, like there's a lot of a lot of good screenwriting stuff that gets set up early that does it never feels like set up. Mm-hmm. And that's the main thing that has to happen is it can never feel like, oh, that's going to come back because it's just stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, oranges, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, good on you, movie, you know, that sort of thing. So. And things like that serve multiple purposes, mm-hmm. ex- with the only exception being the wallet. But the wallet itself doesn't really show up again. It's just a, you know, it's, just, it's a contrivance for him yeah. to not have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the oranges thing, like you think the scene is showing that he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what he is. He's just he's just an overwhelmingly yeah. caring guy. You feel like it's served its purpose already. Yes. And then it's like, oh, no, that was set up for this mm-hmm. <laughs> to get him out of the situation later. Yeah, because they just show up with the magical card of oranges to defeat mm-hmm. bad guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's two jocks. It is. It is an enjoyable movie with like more than I way more than I was expecting. A lot of heart. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm a little bit higher on this. Um, yeah. The parts that lost you didn't really lose me. The comedy carried carried me through those rougher parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give this three of the jocks. I thought it was pretty damn good. Like I said, the comedy really, really, really works, which is kind of surprising. Like, I, I think Cheech and Chong is kind of funny. It's a little bit before my time, but... Um, it's generally funnier because, haha, look at that weird time when you could do this weird thing uh, and people would f- flock to see it. Um, but everything in this movie manages to land 
uh, pretty well. Like it sticks to the landing on the ending. Um, the only really odd part, I guess, is that tattoo scene that just doesn't really fit with anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, anything could have happened to get him out of that prison. I don't know. I don't know if he just like felt like he had to get a prison tattoo joke in because he got all the other prison tropes in, but um, that was the only thing that really kind of didn't work, even though the scene itself was kind of funny. And, um, it just didn't fit. You were so like, what is happening? What is I, this? Yeah. I really, well, I, I felt like that scene was building to he was going to do something and the guys, t- like, because it's a picture of his ex, now soon to be ex-wife. That's what it is. But it's like, it's like a flowing hair. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like her head with like a flowing hair. I thought for sure it was like, it was going to turn into like a sperm or something. Like, he, <laughs> I thought he was going to like, oh, I'll fix this up. And like, next thing you know, he's like turning it into a big dick. Or yeah. Something, you know, and, like and that. then he yeah. gets beaten up yeah. by the guy yeah. or whatever. I thought yeah. that's where it was the whole time that, where that's where that scene was yeah. going. But no, and, he competently covered it up. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in, the, in so much that he drew a gun and her brain's being blown <laughs> okay, out. Okay, yes, right. what happened is grotesque. <laughs> yes. But it was extremely but it was, well done yeah, for that. Sure. Yeah. And the guy really liked it. He, he was did. really happy yeah. about it. Yeah. So, yeah. That part was weird, but honestly, it's it's honestly a pretty decent, pretty decent little flick. Uh, strange how is this theme month has worked. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm going to agree with you, BJ. I'm giving it three jocks Good also. Uh, for a movie that is based on a song r- written and directed by someone who, you know, ha- had... I mean, they had done like short films and stuff like that, but this is a major motion picture. I mean, this is a big deal. Well, he made lots of movies. I mean, yeah, but like he didn't write and direct oh, wow. and star and like he's in almost every scene in this. It's not like he just sat back and let mm-hmm. everyone else do some bits of acting and everything like he's pretty much in every scene. He it looks effortless like like there there's no like glaring like, ah, you didn't get that shot or that camera's in a bad place or anything like the like he and the crew that he had and everything about it, it all. It's it's very well done for what it is. And like like we've been saying, the screenplay has it has weird super confident bits in it that aren't hitting you over the head with the fact that it's a setup for something that's going to pay off later they all come out across as surprises and on top of that i think there are like there are five jokes in this that just fucking kill like just they hit and they're not even like the big moments like you wouldn't put these in trailers or anything like that mm-hmm. they're not things that are going to get you into the theater but they're just five setups or sides or just like bits of conversation and they kill they absolute they just kill um the, the cinco de mayo joke exactly is, that, that is, is so perfect so good 40 <laughs> seconds from the from the credits and yeah. it's dynamite <clears throat> yeah and then on top of that daniel stern is just fantastic oh yeah i don't think his we even, initial freak out is so good right man we did not talk about daniel stern enough yeah because it's probably because it's really hard to describe how he's being and it's it's like one half uncle eddie and one half marv mm-hmm. uh uncle eddie from vegas vacation right mm-hmm. um and yeah one half uncle eddie one half marv and it's all marvelous um <laughs> it just it works so so well yeah daniel stern is a treasure yeah this okay. movie's this movie's fun 
It, I, it, I was worried at the beginning because it seemed like, oh, this is going to be a tragedy. Like mm-hmm. this, this is going, this is just mm-hmm. horrific. Uh, but no, it recovers nicely and it has good heart and good jokes and good direction, good writing, mm-hmm. good job, Cheech. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gotta admit, I'm, I'm also giving it three jocks. I'm, I'm completely shocked because I think even as we were sitting down for food, I, I'll come right on site. I've never liked Cheech and Chong, generally speaking. I mean, I think Up and Smoke has its moments. Um, a couple of their bits on their albums from time to time were kind of funny. Um, literally every che- other Cheech and Chong movie is fucking insufferable to me besides Up and Smoke. Like just, I've never made it more than like 20 minutes and out of any of them. Like, I'll catch them on. I'm like, nope, fuck this shit. Like, it, a lot of them seem to boil down to we have to get to the giant joint. Right. That's what, it, <laughs> that's what I mean. And, you know, and it's like, yeah. and it's strange because like, I, I was like getting to this movie. I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't, I never really necessarily had anything against Cheech. I think he's been good when he's not doing his Cheech character, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, I was like, I was not looking forward to this movie, okay. especially with the fact that it was based on a fucking parody song, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. there's just, there's nothing going for it in the, in the, you know, in the outline the, the 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 water cooler pitch of this movie right. you know going for it and i was like uh this is gonna be a train wreck and no it recovers very nicely like mm-hmm. even when it started i was like all right it's not as insufferable as a cheech and chong movie yet but i was like please recover it and man it sure did yeah yeah, yeah. it has a bit of that sort of frantic weird comedy energy that always makes me think of forbidden zone mm-hmm. in that like frantic absurdism and any time I see that now, my gut reaction is to go, oh, shit, oh, no, it's going to be, <laughs> oh, for, we're going to get forbidden zoned. Um, but it pulls away from that very, very easily. Also, there's one other, I I don't even know if it's a joke or if it was just like something somebody might actually say at the time. It's it's certainly something that's aged better, and I think it would have been funny oh, at the time, right, yes. is that when the guy who repaired his guitar shows up, he's like, <laughs> Hey, what are you going to do this week? And he's like, I don't know. I'll probably just sit at home and Wang Chung. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he just says it so casually and offhandedly that I was like, I'm putting that on my repertoire. Of like, what are you doing tonight? I, I have a feeling at the time that joke probably felt six months out of date. I, yeah, I don't probably. Care. And now it's just like, yeah, I would say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably just sit at home and Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, that's another just good yeah. little aside. Oh, that, it's so good. Yeah. But yeah. It's solid. Yes. But let's take a break, shall we? Welcome back. Hey, hey Bamka. Bamka. Oh, that was enthusiastic. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Uh, apparently. Maggie's wow. here. We're good to know. know. Oh boy. That's Guess what, what I've got. What? What? Absolutely nothing. Yay! Yay! <laughs> say it again. But I bet you guys do. Yeah. I, I do. What'd you see? Um, I went and saw Hellboy 2019. Oh. Not to be confused oh. with Hellboy the other year. Oh, does it, <laughs> does, it live up, does it live up to the revered classic that is Hellboy? Um, are you and Hellboy too? The Golden like, Circle, like, like. <laughs> sorry, they're just two okay movies that like yeah. people on Twitter are like, no, they can't redo Hellboy. Like that's sacred ground. It's like, what? Yeah. Why? But anyway, yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think of because all right. So I'll start off by saying I have, besides watching the two Del Toro movies, I have no reference to Hellboy. Like mm-hmm. I've never tried to read any of the comics. The comics are way way better. Okay, I'm sure they are. Way better. Are you are you saying this? No, for sure? I'm serious. Oh, okay, okay. Like, they're fucking awesome. Okay. Sometimes it's hard to tell with no, Maggie. No, no, yeah, they I, are. I like, didn't know. The movies don't really. I do I thought them you were justice. still being Twitter guy. You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, I like the the comics are okay terrific well i mean what i've heard about the comics and and you can back me up i guess is that they're much more prone to not necessarily having a through line it's just like we're gonna go over here and have this adventure yep it's very episodic yeah so i feel like this movie is drawing more from that where you know i felt like both the del toro hellboy movies were like no we have this grand thing we're trying to go to and it's just like it's about getting to that goal um because this one is just Full of wacky scenes. Like, now we're over here, and we're doing this. Now we're over... I mean, there is a big thing happening throughout the whole movie, but it, it just... He finds a way to be in this other crazy scenario. You know, like, mm-hmm. f- up against this other mythological creature thing. Yeah. Um, is it presented as a reboot, or is it presented as it's a, a reboot. sequel? It's okay. a reboot. It's, it's not a continuation at all. Because um, they, they go out of their way to have as little to do with the first one's as they can i think within a to a certain degree because there's like a there's a post mid credit one of the te- you know see credit sequence things sets up a known character let's just say that yeah it's like hell so girl like, yes hell girl yes <laughs> hell woman thank you um sorry yeah <laughs> She's like her, his mom. Uh, oh, I see. No, um, now no, I mean, like they, they, they were like planning a sequel where it's like, all right, now we can get into like things you may have already known because we've established this one. Uh-huh. Um, is there some idiot man child who is explaining the whole movie as it goes along? The audience cipher? No. Okay. Not at all. All right. I remember that being a low point in the original Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, now that you, I forgot that guy. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a lot to like in this movie. I mean, there there's a lot of Banffcasty type of shit going on. I know this is this is not going to strike any good chords in Chuck, but it's a Neil Marshall movie, and I, I know you don't like Neil Marshall. Well, you don't like the Descent. I just don't like the Descent. Yeah, um, it's weird because I feel like maybe it's because of the inclusion of Mila Jovovich in it. It feels more like a Paul W S Anderson movie than like a, a Neil Marshall movie, like a Resident Evil movie. Yeah, I mean, it's like. <laughs> Neil Marshall typically has more style than this movie has. And it's strange because when you, when you, you know, because I knew there was stuff in the credits, I'm actually kind of sitting there watching the credits and it seemed like there was more than just a second unit. Like it seemed like maybe he was just kind of sort of overseeing this movie versus like directing it. It it just didn't feel like his other movies where it's like you kind of have a a vision and you're going for it, Mm -hmm. like, like it or not. Mm -hmm. This just kind of felt disjointed in at times where i was like i'm not entirely sure you directed quote unquote directed this entire movie like you may not even been on certain sets you know kind of thing because like certain total shifts were so wild Hmm. um i i think the the costume looks fine you know like the makeup on hellboy i think david harvard does a pretty good job i like that he's like like and again i don't know if this is accurate to the comic he's a lot mopier like like ron perlman you know he was like seemed like he didn't want to be Hellboy or is like, you know, like, ah, fuck, I have to do this shit again kind of thing. But it's like, he never, he, you know, Ron Perlman can't seem mopey, really. You know, he's just mm-hmm. too commanding and, a, you know, bombastic of a personality to really portray that. But I felt like he did better of like, God, like, th- this is my lot in life to like walk around and be a freak and, you know, this kind of stuff. I felt like he, he portrayed that better. Right. Um, 
Yeah, and I mean, I like, I mean, Ian McShane is always awesome. He plays the father guy, you know, the guy who runs the BPRD. The John Hurt character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, uh, I kind of forget her name, it's like Sasha something, but I she's kind of like the, if there's a main sidekick. Uh, Sasha Lane. Sasha Lane, yeah. She, I, she was just recently in that Hearts Beat Loud I talked about, um, mm-hmm. but she, like she's, she's good at it. Um, it's just, it's strange because totally like i said it feels all over the place like there's there will be a scene where it's like fuck yeah that was awesome and then it's says then it will go into an action scene it's like okay everything that worked in this action scene you just threw away and you're doing weird quick cuts over here like that's what i'm saying it's just it feels disjointed as a whole i mean i still think it's worth watching and i and i think it's a lot of the scenes i maybe had problems with in the theater will play better at home like i've commented about this about other movies where i feel like sometimes they're shooting movies now to play on televisions instead of theaters because some of the handheld, crazy, swoopy camera stuff just doesn't work in the theater mm-hmm. very well. Um, so I feel like this is something that will play better at home. Um, so there's no Abe Sapien in this movie, huh? No. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But there's there's a couple people in it that I didn't know were in it, and, and I don't... Is it spoiler to announce someone who's in the cast? I mean... I mean, it's not like it's not like it's hidden in the cast, like not like you know, uncredited, like surprise. Um, but like Thomas Hayden Church is in it as a uh, Lobster Johnson, mm-hmm. and that character is fucking awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like that 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 scene where he shows up is, is real good. So he he's killed another comic franchise, has he? No. no. Well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess this movie like tanking. I guess bad. Oh I yeah. I know it's yeah. like getting bad reviews. No, but this it, thing fucking. Like they, they, some outlet ran a thing like this movie did worse than these notorious failures. And it was like looking at the list, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of, I feel like it just vanished. Like it barely had any build up to it. And then once it hit, it was like, nope, gone. Yeah. Like there was no zeitgeist whatsoever with it. It's it's one of those movies like the second Lego movie that was just like, what? That's out? What? That's already gone? What? Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So no. I saw it in the theater, so I don't know. It's all right. I guess we just I guess we're never going to get a sequel. But I mean, that's strangely enough. That's kind of unfortunate. Like, I would like to see what where they go from here, actually. Um, well, I mean, for them to have said, no, Guillermo del Toro, your idea is too expensive and no one wants it. And they're we're going to go in a different direction. And then to make a movie that makes four dollars. It you know while he was winning an Oscar you know <laughs> for directing the fish fucking movie yeah it's it's like it's called Grinding Nemo <laughs> you're right mm-hmm. uh yeah I just you wonder if they were like in the editing room like fuck <laughs> watching the Oscars like fuck mm-hmm. uh, I like I said I I still think it's worth a watch it's... do they have the monkey with a gun scene in the movie. <laughs> Mm, like a literal monkey yes yeah mm, no that's why the movie failed yeah okay. you need a monkey with a gun and you must give him a gun yes is that a hellboy thing yes it, it is a very famous page of the comic okay yeah it shows up on twitter a lot it yeah must not I, be that famous. i remember when they announced bitch. the movie they were like this better be in it yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember that yeah yeah i don't know like i said it it's enjoyable i I, I I did I had zero hype leading up to it. I was like, oh, they're making another Hellboy. Okay, I'll see this. And then people that started seeing it in the first week, which I didn't get a chance to do, started kind of coming at us with like, holy shit, Bamfcast movie. You know, like mm-hmm. so I 
my hype meter swayed just a little bit the wrong way. So that I was kind of like, I was watching, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like that scene's really good. Like, I really like that. That's gross and weird and cool. And that's, I don't know what the hell's going on here. You know, just kind of mm-hmm. like, like I said, it's just, it's just dis- disjointed is all. You hmm. figured by the time you saw it, you were hyped appropriately. I, th- well, I, I think, I think I would have been, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I had stayed at zero hype. Like if I hadn't heard anyone go like, oh, Banff, like not good in a traditional way, you. but good in a Banffcast way. It's like I start, my brain starts like, okay, mm-hmm. what crazy Fast and Furious shit is about to happen in this? Yeah. Maybe they just meant that it would be a good, good movie yeah. for us to cover. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. People tell us shit all the time. And I'm like. They do. And no, we have to filter through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. People mm-hmm. like all kinds of things. So I just tell people I don't pick the movies. Hmm. The movies pick me. <laughs> I blame it all on Chuck. I, well, who is the correct person to blame it all? On. I guess that is. Well, true. speaking of comic books, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, right? that is a comic book movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I went to a movie. I know. I, I saw a thing. I, I, that's yeah. why I was setting you up for it. Yeah, for the second year in a row, I waited to the very last second to see the movie that sets up the Avengers movie. Mm. Um, kind of. Well, the one before it. You might yeah. need to know a little bit about this character because this character will show up in the, ne- yeah, the next sure. thing. Uh, so I went and saw Captain Marvel. Uh, before I Captain get into Marvel the, is still in the theaters. It is. Damn. Barely. <laughs> Let me explain that. Were you in the uh, the twelve box? Yeah. Theater because the twelve pack. I understand. Wait, twelve. And... <laughs> twelve seats. <laughs> really? Is there one like that? Yeah. I I understand and mostly agree with that. Yes, the theatrical experience is unmatched. Like you go to a big auditorium mm-hmm. with surround sound and everything and a big bright screen. Everything's great. If you wait three weeks, <laughs> that movie is in a shoebox theater where the screen is dark and only one speaker works in the room and you can hear everyone in the fucking theater murmuring at each other. And it's just like, how is the experience so drastically different? I paid the same price because mm-hmm. you waited like three you, you weeks, waited not three weeks. <laughs> no, that movie's waited, been out like a month and a half. Yeah, at a least. lot longer than three weeks. Like, whatever. That movie made a billion and a half dollars. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be in the fucking shoebox theater. Put fucking Dumbo in the shoebox theater. Dumbo made six cents. Yeah, big Dumbos. <laughs> I see dead elephants. <laughs> so anyway, Captain Marvel. Um, I That's great. It's a great. It's another. It's a Marvel movie. It's a great. 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 <laughs> Chuck review. <laughs> I mean, really, I think we've all beaten to death by now. Marvel, the, the MCU anyway, has not fucked up. And they continue to not fuck up. There are movies of varying quality within the this is pretty good to this is fucking great. And I think this is maybe in between there because I will say for the first 20 to 30 minutes, I was not on board with this movie at all. Like I something about it really was rubbing me the wrong way. And I think it was kind of like the 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 world they established and what these people were doing. I was like, "Uh, this is I've seen this before. This is not who cares. And then when they start with the whole, like, where are we in time? Where are we in place? Like, what is this? It's kind of disorienting to it's like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what you're trying to do here. And it takes a while for the movie to settle into what it's actually doing. So I I, I just kind of felt out of the like the movie hadn't grabbed me yet. It's not that it was bad, but it was just I'm not on board with this yet. But I think like when they. When Samuel L. Jackson shows up, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm okay. I understand everything we're doing here. I I understand where we're going. Let's let's go. Uh, I stared at that man for the entire <laughs> film, waiting for some sort of like, ah, 
ah, I see the CG fucked up there. Or just like, oh, that looks weird. Not once. Like, Michael Douglas and Robert Downey Jr. de-aged in the other movies, and, and Kurt Russell, too, to an extent. You look at them and you go... They don't look quite right. Man, I don't know. Like, this is not... There's something... I can see, like, the sheen, the just the digital something going on. Not once looking at Sam Jackson was I ever like, holy shit. They they fucked up that you know it's just like that wow where did they find young Sam Jackson mm-hmm. now it's a little weird because he's acting like a seventy five year old man throughout it he's not exactly spry but physical appearance it's just like they fucking nailed this technology has Sam Jackson ever been like spry on screen I'm sure okay yeah he's had okay. his moments yeah but I mean you know he's a lot older than people think he is yeah like he is he tried to rob the McDougals. <laughs> Coming to America, right. that was him. Yes, yeah. Um, but it's funny just seeing him in the uh, Spider-Man trailer before mm, the movie, mm-hmm. and then you see him in the movie. You're it's like, like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, he's really old. Yeah. So, I, I from that point on, I was like, okay, this makes sense. And I, I, even though like the lore of this movie doesn't do anything for me yet because I really haven't dived into that part of the comics history or anything, just. The fact that this movie is about just all these alien races just doing weird, crazy shit, and humans are just kind of background characters in this movie. It just so happens to take place on Earth, mostly, but the bulk of it is not about any human characters whatsoever. They're not important to the story, necessarily. I just think that's where we're at now with comic movies is great. They don't have to be grounded by, okay, here are the humans, and here's the Mm -hmm. one weird alien thing, and they'll deal with that. Um, the fact that it has just moved on to whatever, just aliens and bullshit and shapeshifters and everything, just who cares? And the fact that there is no love interest in, in this movie for Captain Marvel is fucking great. Like this movie doesn't waste any time on hot bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I look, I there is a very specific point in this movie where it does not waste any time on hot bullshit, and I almost stood up and cheered. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um, finally, finally found a way to describe that unspoilery. Yeah. Uh, also, like, look, I like looking at pretty ladies. Hell I, yeah! I watch a lot of movies where ladies are naked. <laughs> I, Hell yeah! I enjoy it. I am not gonna say that I don't, but it is refreshing in this movie that there is not even so much as a tiny lowered zipper on her outfit at any point. The the camera doesn't linger on body curves. There's like there's no like hot lady in a skin tight thing, huh? Look at her. Like the movie just never does any of the usual bullshit that comes with movies like this. And I think that's great. It's just so refreshingly original that it's not going down the same dumb hole of ladies like pink things and you know, they got to find a man, you know, and it's like good on you for just sticking to the plot and Wait, making are you, the are plot. Are you saying those things aren't true? <laughs> <laughs> My world shattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey man, shout out to like fucking pinball being a plot point in this movie. That <laughs> That's that's awesome. Oh, which pen, which table Space is invaders. that? Space Invaders. Yeah. That's terrible. T- terrible machine. It's but. all right. If you find one a good condition it's all right it should have been xenon whatever even though xenon isn't isn't great xenon looks amazing but it was a good gag yes um yeah but yeah like when when that the pinball table becomes a plot point in the fight at the end i was like oh no please don't hurt the valuable pinball table but it was all cg at that point yeah it's good it's great it's fun i like it 
the, the soundtrack's a little too on the nose. There, there are just a couple of drops in that where you're just but it like, works. it does, yeah, it, works. it does, but it doesn't. Like, like I have a feeling like if I was like in like this, I'm going to predict the soundtrack mode. I could have nailed every sound drop that happened sure. in that. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. No, it doesn't. But I sometimes you feel like you just want like just a slight layer deeper of soundtrack knowledge, and not just like here's the top forty of 1995. In the appropriate situations. You want some deeper cuts. But they don't have to be like super hardcore deep or anything. Just like maybe songs that were in the top 20, you know, that didn't get all the way up into the top 10, that kind of thing. But that's these are all just ridiculous nitpicks that don't matter. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's fun. One of my favorite ridiculous nitpicks from um, actually, it's probably my favorite ridiculous nitpick from Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. At one point, she's wearing a nine inch nail shirt. Right. Yes. And the designer of the Nine Inch Nails logo mm-hmm. on Twitter was like, that's a knockoff Nine Inch Nails shirt. <laughs> because the line weight wasn't correct. The line weight of the box around the NIN yeah. was narrower than the than like the letters, mm-hmm. like the, mm-hmm. the uprights on the letters. And it's supposed to be the exact same width as the upright on the letters. And he described it in like a three or four tweet thing. And he's like, it's a fucking knockoff. <laughs> I was like... Okay, I'll take that nitpick. Sure. The guy that designs the logo... That's fine. ...gets to... <laughs> she also got it from a knockoff place. Did she get mm-hmm. it from a knockoff yes. place? Yeah. Like, okay. So it Perfect works. then. Yeah. Yep. I didn't realize she got it from a... From a... Yeah, weren't they like... What, like next to the Blockbuster? Was it like a dollar store, basically? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, not a dollar... Something like a dollar store. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Yes, then, but... Designers know that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Especially like when you design a you know an a iconic thing that everyone logo knows for, that well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think just it's super tertiary because we're talking about Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I think we had this conversation off air at some point. Okay. But I'm now angry and I can't unthink this now. Right. Uh, thinking about the movie Shazam. Okay. AKA also Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, that they didn't cast Sinbad as Shazam. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. Like, whoever said that, I'm like, I'm actually actively angry that DC didn't go like, all right. Let's go full meta on this. Really internet meta. Yeah. Yeah. Follow me with this one. (laughs) (laughs) Follow me, camera guy. How about this? Yeah. (laughs) Do they, so they never say, do they ever say Captain Marvel in Captain Marvel? No, No, he's not. He's, it's a, he's not officially Captain Marvel anymore. They, they. No, no, no. Yeah. Back up. They never say Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel. No. no. They never say Captain Marvel and Shazam. Correct. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She also doesn't say Shazam, but he does a lot. <laughs> well, I'd hope Captain Marvel and no Captain calls Marvel him, doesn't say Shazam. No one calls him Shazam, but he right. has to say it to activate his powers. Right. So. And they explain Shazam and all that. Yeah. That cat's fucking awesome, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I, I had heard, like, hey, the cat's great in that, and then, like, for three weeks, forgot it, and then, like, when the cat showed up, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this fucking cat. <laughs> and then I, like, went back and read, like, no one in the movie likes cats. Like, Sam Jackson absolutely doesn't like cats, really? and, and really? Larson is uh, is allergic to cats. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating, because, like, him oh yeah, going Could- gooey over the cat, just like, he was a good kid. Yeah, <laughs> that made it even better, because he was just like, oh, look it's at you. Acting. <laughs> yeah. And just just the dumb origin stuff they loaded into that movie worked for me too. Just like just ridiculous. Like, how did this happen? And it's like, oh, that okay, whatever. 
<laughs> like questions you never needed answered. They were just like, we'll throw that in here. Like, okay, sure. Fine. It, I mean, that's the thing is like Captain Marvel kind of in a, in a strange sort of way. I'm not putting it down as a movie overall, but it, it really feels like the room, the rug that ties the whole room together. Yeah. Cause it's sort of like, Hey, this was important over here. And this yeah, has all these pieces. This how this, Cause like, you know, there was, there's never, there hasn't been a, we had, you know, 1940, whatever movie mm-hmm. it jumped a, a couple of little, flashback things in ant-mans and and mm-hmm. then it's like now we're modern times and yeah. this is like this is our chance to explain how this got here mm-hmm. yeah and it was it was fun there was a there was a thing that i wasn't expecting because i didn't know but there were definitely people in the theater who are super duper marvel fans were not expecting uh like late game when a certain object makes an appearance mm-hmm people in the theater literally gasped <laughs> they were like oh that's the and i was like yeah <laughs> but like you know because you can hear everything in this 12 seat theater but yes. like dedicated marvel people like that's the oh my god that oh <laughs> so people are like totally stoked by that the strange that-, that someone would be that hardcore of a fan and wait until three years after it came out some people to are, go see some people are busy in the 12 seat theater very busy busy people okay I, I I think honestly the that's chappy. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. I I think two things that bolstered uh, by a little bit, not a lot, but bolstered both Black Panther and Captain Marvel were that they weren't going to be on disc before the Avengers came out, and so I think those people were probably like me. It was like, well, I'll see this on Blu-ray and the Avengers. I'll go see it in the theater, but it didn't come out in time. So what can you do? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so go see it in the twelve-seater. Yeah. yeah. Look, so, ahead, look ahead because they announce when the discs come coming out as soon as it's in the theater. Usually, usually. Yeah. yeah. When like, is it coming out? It's like May or something like that. Yeah. It's a while away. But uh, Captain Mavel. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you gotta see Endgame as quick as you can because well, mm-hmm. the internet's just gonna man fuck it. In fact, actually, just stop listening to us. Shut the internet down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Turn the internet off. Well, Un- I mean, like it's just like is. something happened <laughs> the night Game of Thrones premiered mm-hmm. for this season eight. That just internet stopped giving a fuck about spoilers. Yep. Yeah. Nobody gave a single fuck. It was just memes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And well, I, it happened to an extent with with Captain Marvel, but it, it just did, went yeah. in fucking sane when Game of Thrones premiered. I think it's because everybody's watching it on HBO Go in their homes on their computers, mm-hmm. and they can just pause and screen cap and mm-hmm. post it on Reddit and be done with it. But man, you cannot go fucking anywhere until you yeah. see Endgame. Yeah. As as green cap put it at i don't know if it's on facebook or twitter one of those but he was like all you people who are like hey don't spoil endgame for me are going to be posting on saturday morning a picture of one of the heroes in the movie and write all the feels (laughs) underneath it right you know yeah yeah it's like even if you're not spoiling it you're spoiling it with some sort of context yes there is because someone will write Iron Man and then put 12 crying emojis. And you're like, what the fuck right. is wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> I also saw someone who had literally like muted a 30 day mute on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they had every possible Marvel character they could think of. Smart. Smart. Was added on there. Yep. Um, I just have to survive to Monday. You can make it. I, yeah. I but I'm, I'm not going to go on our Discord. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Like, like we've already had something show up in the the... MCU yeah. one. Yep. Theoretically, it's a spoiler, but I haven't looked at it. Like, I haven't I looked at it either. Ask. I thought we were safe from Endgame spoilers until Endgame came out proper. Well, I know right. people in Australia have seen it now. Yeah. So, but well, that's, there was like an LA screening on Monday. So, I mean, yeah. it's critics have seen it. It's out there. Honestly, and this is like not to try to influence the behavior of our of our 
spoiler zone, but it's a spoiler zone for a movie that has not come out where we live yet. Yeah. Come on, man. Just, just. Yeah, and we have hold. spoiler tags. Spoiler well, tags are things. Yeah. Yeah. You can use spoiler tags on images. Oh, okay, cool. Um, God, I just, I, I want, I don't want to go overzealous on spoiler culture, but can you give me a fucking minute? Like, yeah. can you wait until the broadcast of Game of Thrones ends before right. you, like, s- spoil everything in memes? Well, that's the thing. is like they keep fucking up Game of Thrones and, so, like, both both episodes they've released early somewhere. Yeah. Like, Amazon fucked up last time and mm-hmm. put it out, like, eight hours early or something. Oh, wow. yeah. something Direct shit. TV. Direct TV yeah. now put yeah, it out. Put it yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, yeah, seriously, like, the our spoiler zone should be, like, start at 9 p.m. on Thursday. Like, mm-hmm. the earliest time you could possibly see this movie, it, well, more like 10 p.m., but yeah, you know right. saying, like, if, yeah. yeah. It is impossible to have seen the movie unless you're yeah. very special at this point. Yes. Or you have a ironclad stomach yeah. and go, like, 38 hours of by Marvel mid- I guarantee by midnight tomorrow night, Thursday night, which the, the screenings for Avengers start at, like, 6 p.m. Thursday, mm-hmm. By midnight, the internet will be littered with bullshit spoilers, especially from people who don't necessarily think they're posting spoilers, but will just be doing yep. the, you know, the posting of an image and just the crying right. emoji. So stay off Reddit, stay off Facebook and Twitter. Nah, man. Unplug that Linksys and put your phone in airplane mode. <laughs> it's yeah. the only way to be sure, man. I guess so. Yeah. Don't accept any text messages. No. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, no, think about it. Mode, literally fucking. You think about it, this weekend's going to be so fucking destroyed. Like, the, you may as well just not bother with social media because obviously you got Endgame mm-hmm. on Thursday slash Friday. Mm-hmm. And then you got Game of Thrones, which is the fucking Battle of the White Walkers episode, which is going to be like, yeah. all right. Like ninety five percent of the characters you give a shit about are gonna die. Yep. Like it's probably gonna be the bigger spoiler is gonna be who actually got through it alive, yes. right? Because it's Game of Thrones, so everybody's gonna fucking die. You know, Man. like, like <laughs> every conversation in that last episode are conversations we point out in Bamcast <laughs> yeah. movies are just like, oh, oh you dead, you dead. <laughs> you're so dead. You mentioned what you're gonna I do mean, after the battle. No, you I mean, fucking. That's dead. the point. Like that was the point of that. Like, that was such a fantastic <laughs> episode. Yeah. But, you know, the only one that's living for sure is Bran. Because he was like, how do you no. know? That, how do you know there's an after? No, nope. I. He's the one I think is guaranteed to die. No, he's the only one that was like, how do you know there's an after? That, that, I'm saying like everyone else is like, well, afterwards we're gonna do. This. He's the only one who's like, there might not be an after. <laughs> I think he knows exactly why oh. there's not an after. <laughs> I'm just saying like whatever. At this point, and they all yeah, died. but but so you've got those two big things happening mm-hmm. in one weekend. So yeah, the Night King's gonna sit on the, on the, on the throne. I, you know what it. Night King's gonna die too because people are standing the shit out of Night King. Yeah, people like him now. Yeah, yeah, they're into it. Time to die. Time to fuck the Night King. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! (laughs) I just opened the door periodically and say that. Ladies and gentlemen, your door. Time Time to to fuck fuck the the Night King. (laughs) There it is. I was just gonna sit at home and Wang Chung tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> Holy shit! So anyway, yeah. don't spoil shit. We yeah. have fun here. That's all we're saying. Yeah, there's a special place in hell where they pull out each of your genital hairs one by one, mm. and as fast as they pull them out, they grow back. Mm-hmm. That's for, for spoiler eternity. people. That's for spoiler people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just I appreciate the zeitgeist, but fuck. There's like, like give a give I, some I do of not some appreciate room. the zeitgeist. Well. It's okay. So it's cool that the two biggest things in the world right now are 
the the Nerd end stuff. of a 28 film superhero story mm-hmm. and a dumb dragon fantasy wizard bullshit television show and those two things are like are both literally quote unquote in the end game and it's like man just like every character you've come to love for like 10 years is going to die mm-hmm. and just fucking enjoy it nerds <laughs> your story's ending and everyone you care about will die welcome to 2019 <laughs> mm-hmm. but please be responsible create private groups for people that you know have seen this movie just text your memes to yourself <laughs> that's really the only person that gives a shit yes <laughs> god i like honestly like i like the memes but i but i also hate i just hate seeing it like i i just the facebook feed and the twitter feed just erupt instantly mm-hmm. and i i can't i mean it was okay i know we want to talk about it but fuck the okay, it was Friday. We, we talked about this way too. Captain long, but... Marvel came out on Thursday, Friday morning, like before noon. People have assembled images going. Well, here are some references to a big hit 1994 Quentin Tarantino movie that are secretly in Captain, like complete with screenshots and shit. I'm like the fuck? How are you getting that? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you've obviously stolen this movie for one, and two, you've just decided I'm gonna put out all these things just right there with no context. Just go hashtag Captain Marvel, and you know, here's things that mm-hmm. clearly line up with shots from Pulp Fiction. I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> it's been twelve hours. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We were having this conversation at, at dinner, but I, I, when I start thinking about it, it makes me angry because. Like when I go to a movie or movie TV show, anything that I'm actually like invested in, it is not turn my brain off, but it is 100% focus on that. Mm -hmm. I don't fuck with my phone. I mean, if I'm rewatching something or it's like background noise TV, maybe I will. But like if I'm watching a movie that I'm I I came to watch the movie or watch the TV show, Mm -hmm. like I'm not sitting there with my phone in my hand while I'm watching fucking Game of Thrones. I'm not live tweeting it. I'm not live blogging it. I'm just fucking watching the show and letting it wash over me Mm -hmm. because that's what we need in this goddamn society is something to take you out of it for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. So all these people that sit around like like with their finger on the fucking hair trigger of memeology, it's like <laughs> meme smiths, whatever. Hot, hot sweaty meme smiths. It's like you're slaving not, over the forge. You're not even fucking enjoying the thing. You're just like you're watching it from like a what can I pull out and what's going to put me on the top page and give me that gold on Reddit. It's like fuck you. Just literally go fuck yourself. Like <laughs> like Wang Chung yourself every night. <laughs> like it's fucking stupid. Like you know you want goddamn internet points. Fuck you and enjoy a thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or go I make mean, your own fucking thing. And then, you know, like, I just take meme all, your t- own, make t- your own shit, take all, that, your own shit. Take all that fucking here. time and energy that you're like taking somebody else's shit and making a derivative bullshit thing about it and fucking make something original. And then they're all the same, same assholes. are just like, it's all reboots and remakes and sequels. And f- yeah, you're fucking memeing shit. Fuck you. <laughs> so I'm yeah. done. You're memeing shit. Fuck you. Right? Well, you're, you're, it's literally the most derivative thing. And then, like, oh, another sequel, reboot, another Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, just. And I don't know. You, I just, I just, that's just my general old man rant on the internet. It's, I'm, I'm fucking sick of it. It's and like, I'll uh, tell you what's going to be worse. What? Because they are both happening at the same time Ooh, is that? the dumb mashup memes. Oh, of Jesus. This Game of Thrones character died. This Avenger died. All the feels mm. in one image. You know, it's. It, it, <laughs> I want him to totally motherfuck us and make everybody live. <laughs> I thought about that for a minute. Like like when they were they setting up everybody. Game of Thrones <laughs> the next episode, like 
Daenerys just rides in on a dragon, nukes the Night Queen, Night King, and the Done. whole White Army I mean, just dies. Yeah. Do we know for sh- Do we know for a fact that the next one is the Battle of Winterfell? Has to be. Y- yes. Well, no. I mean, like, have they actually like that's the name of the episode? Like, do we know this? I, I they know. do I, not announce the names of the episodes before. They just when you get when you pull it up on HBO Go, it just says Game of Thrones episode yeah. seventy. I've just. I would not be surprised if they fuck with everybody and they cut down to King's Landing for an entire episode. Well, I will God. say I, I never watched the next week on Game of Thrones thing, mm-hmm, but I, got, I kind of forgot and it just started playing and it's it's okay. The, it's I'm the, just unless they are lying and showing clips of later this season. But I, that's all I'm saying is yeah. like that would be hilarious because like yeah. they never went away from Winterfell for that entire episode and just to be like, oh, yeah, there was some shit happening down here simultaneous. So let's thing see is, that before we get there to, is to the battle. shit happening down there. I know, yeah. but. Like, they've basically put every character that matters except for Cersei up there. Yep. Yeah. And I I'd, believe all of them are an hour and a half from this point forward, right? Yes, sure. Correct. Yeah. And when we're dancing into spoilery territory for that, for someone, something, somebody hasn't yeah. made me watch yet. Yeah, so I'm just, right. I'm just saying, like, I, I, again, I, I like when people subvert expectations. Like, that's why I'm kind of laughing at all the crying fan boys uh, about Last Jedi, because it's like you took all this shit that you you know pontificated for two years about and then went now nah, it's not important in two fucking mm-hmm. seconds like i kind of it's 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 mild trolling it's a little bit like it's 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 schadenfreude trolling thing whatever you want to call it but sometimes it it, it makes me giggle with delight to fuck with the people that are just like okay seriously just let it fucking wash over you and stop pre talking about it that's mm-hmm. you know i don't care if like if you want to talk about it for hours after a thing has happened fine but spending two years like Oh, Snow could be Jar Jar, and he's this fucking Darth Plagueis, and fuck you, like, <laughs> like just get a goddamn life. Yeah. I mean, to quote William so Shatter, I'm assuming you guys talked Michael about Scott. the uh, mm-hmm. the Star Wars trailer. Uh, yeah, we did a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. yeah, it's a good trailer. Give me that Star Wars, though. Yeah, the end is kind of like, uh oh. <laughs> uh huh. You were doing this, huh? Yep. Yeah, I I was all in on it, and then at the end, I was like, oh. Uh, uh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what their what their play is there. Yeah, but as yeah. I've said before, I these Star Wars movies are good. The last three that we got were not good, so yeah, keep it coming. Yeah, I mean the last I, I didn't want to, didn't want to like steer into Star Wars talk again because we did that for a while. I was yeah. just I was saying like them trolling the audience by suddenly doing a cutaway episode of what's happening in the South or over in Marine or whatever, when you're expecting the fucking battle of Winterfell would be hilarious. Could you imagine if they went to Marine where like literally none of the characters are (laughs) anymore? Yeah. They're like, huh, what's trade like in Marine these days? (laughs) What's going on in (laughs) Dorne? They spend an episode on the docks of Bravos. Mm -hmm. Just Just fishing. Mm -hmm. Oysters (laughs) plays. Yep. Are we done? Yeah. We should start talking. Okay. Yeah. One person should talk. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. <laughs> Buy a motherfucking shirt. Um, oh, yeah, not a tank shirts. top. <laughs> yeah, no. A sport coat. <laughs> a fucking shirt. Um, <laughs> shirts are available. Mm-hmm. Uh, BearsuitStudios.BigCartel.com. You can buy yourself a motherfucking shirt. Uh, we do not ship internationally by default on the website, but if you want a shirt and you are not in the United States of America, mm-hmm. please send us an email and we will arrange for that. Uh, also, you'll have to pay get shipping. Good scrub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Well, you've already gotten good scrub <laughs> yeah, by not true. being in America. Yeah, yeah. Um, but send us an email and we will uh, we will arrange it. We'll have to charge you what we get charged for shipping, but uh, we'll 
we'll make it happen for you because we love you. I, I've heard from one overseas shirt buyer that their shirt did arrive. So excellent. That didn't take long at all. No, I think the one that we sent to Australia got there real quick. I think so. Yeah. Weird. Um, but uh, speaking of we love you, we love all of our patrons over at uh, patreon.com slash bmfcast. Thank you so much for contributing to the delinquency of these uh, bad movie miners. I don't have a good segue from that, but uh, if you want to get in touch with this BMF at bmfcast.com or 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 9105569263 for all other things, see the website at bmfcast.com. That's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I did Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Let's get out of here, shall we? All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. Yeah.